Are we all there? Okay, one, two, go. Truly, my soul waited upon God. From him cometh my salvation. He only is my rock and my salvation. He is my defense. I shall not be greatly moved. How long will he imagine mischief against a man? Ye shall be slain, all of you. As a bowing wall shall ye be, and as a tottering fence. They only consult to cast him down from his excellency. They delight in lies, they bless with their mouth, but they curse inwardly. My soul, wait thou only upon God, for my expectation is from him. He only is my rock and my salvation. He is my defense, I shall not be moved. In God is my salvation, my glory, the rock of my strength, and my refuge is in God. Trust in him at all times, ye people. Pour out your heart before him. God is a refuge for us. Surely men of low degree are vanity, and men of high degree are a lie. To be laid in the balance, they are altogether lighter than vanity. Trust not in oppression, and become not vain in robbery. If riches increase, set not your heart upon them. God hath spoken once, twice have I heard this, that power belongeth unto God. Also unto thee, O Lord, belongeth mercy, for thou renderest to every man according to his work. All power belongs to Jesus. All power belongs to God. All power belongs to Jesus. All power belongs to God. All power belongs to Jesus. All power belongs to God. All power belongs to Jesus. All power belongs to God. All power belongs to Jesus. All power belongs to God. All power belongs to Jesus. All power belongs to God. All power belongs to Jesus. All power belongs to God. All power belongs to Jesus. All power belongs to God. All power belongs to Jesus. All power belongs to God. All power belongs to Jesus. All power belongs to God. All power belongs to Jesus. All power belongs to God. All power belongs to Jesus. All power belongs to God. All power belongs to Jesus. All power belongs to God. All power belongs to Jesus. All power belongs to God. All power belongs to Jesus. All power belongs to God. All power belongs to Jesus. All power belongs to God. All power belongs to Jesus. All power belongs to God. All power belongs to Jesus. 
All power belongs to God. All power belongs to Jesus. All power belongs to God. Praise the Lord.
Father in heaven, we say thank you for today. We thank you for your loving kindness that woke us up this morning. Thank you for your faithfulness that saw us through to the end of yesterday. Lord, we ask that your faithfulness will see us through to the end of today. Lord Jesus, we declare today that all power indeed belongs unto you. And today we ask that you do a work in our lives, a work of eternal dimension. Surprise each and every one of us here, Lord. Surprise each and every one of us, Lord. Lord, we ask for that which eye has not seen, that which ear has not heard, that which has not yet entered into the heart of man. Do for each and every one of us here today. So it is and shall be. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. City of David, praise the Lord. Nigeria, praise the Lord. Amen. Please be seated. Today is a good day. And I want us all to please just pay attention to what we are going to talk about. We are going to start a series today. And um, we hope we'll run it through, God willing and permitting, till the end of the year. And that is simply, all power belongs to Jesus. All power belongs to Jesus. Today we'll look at Jesus, the creator. Jesus, the creator. Turn with me to John chapter 9. The gospel according to John chapter 9. I'm going to read from verse 1. And as Jesus passed by, he saw a man which was blind from his birth. And his disciples asked him, saying, Master, who did sin, this man or his parents, that he was born blind? Jesus answered, Neither had this man sinned nor his parents, but that the works of God should be made manifest in him. I must work the works of him that sent me while it is day. The night cometh when no man can walk. As long as I am in the world, I am the light of the world. When he had thus spoken, he spat on the ground and made clay of the spittle and anointed the eyes of the blind man with the clay and said unto him, Go wash in the pool of Siloam, which is by interpretation sent. He went his way, therefore, and washed, and came seeing. The neighbors, therefore, which were before, had seen him that he was blind, said, Is not this he that sat and begged? Some said, This is he. Others said, It is like him. But he said, I am he. Therefore said they unto him, How were thine eyes opened? He answered and said, A man that is called Jesus made clay and anointed my eyes and said unto me, Go to the pool of Siloam and wash. And I went and washed, and I received sight. Then said they unto him, Where is he? He said, I know not. They brought to the, they brought to the Pharisees him that aforetime was blind. And it was the Sabbath day when Jesus made the clay and opened his eyes. Then again the Pharisees also asked him, how he had received his sight. He said unto them, He put clay on mine eyes, and I washed and do see. Therefore said some of the Pharisees, This man is not of God, because he keepeth not the Sabbath day. Others said, How can a man that is a sinner do such miracles? 
and there was a division among them. They say unto the blind man again, What seest thou of him that he had opened thine eyes? He said, He is a prophet. But the Jews did not believe concerning him that he had been blind and received his sight until they called his parents of, the parents of him that had received his sight. And they asked them, saying, Is this your son, who ye say was born blind? How then doth he now see? His parents answered them and said, We know that this is our son, and that he was born blind. But by what means he now seeth, we know not. Or who had opened his eyes, we know not. Or who had opened his eyes, we know not. He is of age. Ask him. He shall speak for himself. These words spake his parents because they feared the Jews. For the Jews had agreed already that if any man did confess that he was Christ, he should be put out of the synagogue. Therefore said his parents, he is of age. Ask him. Then again called they the man that was blind and said unto him, Give God the praise. We know that this man is a sinner. And he answered and said, Whether he be a sinner or no, I know not. One thing I know, that whereas I was blind, now I see. Then said they to him again, What did he to thee? How opened he thine eyes? He answered them, I have told you already, and ye did not hear. Wherefore, would ye hear it again? Will ye also be his disciples? Then they reviled him and said, Thou art his disciple, but we are Moses' disciples. We know that God spake unto Moses. As for this fellow, we know not from whence he is. The man answered and said unto them, Why, hearing is a marvelous thing, that ye know not from whence he is, and yet he had opened mine eyes. Now we know that God heareth not sinners. But if any man be a worshiper of God and doeth his will, him he heareth. Since the world began, was it not heard that any man opened the eyes of one that was born blind? The Lord bless the reading of his word. Now this is a story that we all know well. The Bible tells us in this story that Jesus was passing by with his disciples. And there was this man that was born blind. From the day of his birth, he had never had eyes nor seen the light of day. Now, this particular man, it wasn't so much that he had eyes and something went wrong with his eyes. In the place where he was supposed to have had eyes, he had no eyes. His eyes were not formed at all. I'll explain why we say so as we look at this story. And for the Jews, this kind of condition was something that nobody could heal. As far as they were concerned, it was impossible for this, for this man to be healed. That's why in verse 32 it says, since the world began, was it not heard that any man opened the eyes of one that was born blind? So this miracle that we see here is a creative miracle. Everybody say, creative miracle. In other words, it wasn't that he had eyes like blind Bartimaeus and then his sight 
returned. He had no eyes, and eyes were created where eyes were meant to have been. Now, the relevance of all of this for us today, that's why I say I want us to listen carefully, is simply this. Today, if you pay attention, then anything that needs to be created in you will be created. Amen. Today, those who need new eyes will receive new eyes. Amen. Today, those who need new hearts will receive new hearts. Amen. Those who need new kidneys will receive new kidneys. Amen. For those of us who need new lungs, today we will receive new lungs. Amen. Those who need new pancreas will receive new pancreas today. Today, if you need new livers, you will receive new livers today. Today, those who need blood transfusion will receive blood today. Those who need new ovaries will receive ovaries today. Those who need new tubes will receive new tubes today. Anything that makes up the human body that is defective today, it will be put right. All we need to do is just find out how it happened here and then we'll put the same into practice today. In John chapter 9 verse 2, <clears throat> the disciples asked Jesus saying, Master, who did sin, this man or his parents, that he was born blind? Now that tells us something that the problems of life all the ailments, the difficulties that we face, one way or the other are tied to what? To sin. One way or the other. It might not be your sin. It might be the sin of your parents. Or it might be your sin. And the, the interesting thing in life is, no matter how you look at it, we all, one way or the other, have something to do with the sins of our parents. And the Bible spells out for us one sin that God himself just does not accept, and that is idol worship. And everybody that's here is from one village or the other. And villages in Nigeria tend to have some little idol or the other that the villagers worship. And that, that you run away from your village, does not really solve the problem. For as long as you have ties in that place. You see, for many of us, people do things on our behalf. And we know that they do things on our behalf. We've just got to make sure that we dissociate ourselves from those things. Because the Bible says that even unto the third and fourth generation, children will be held accountable for the sins of their parents. We've done that when we looked at the ten, ten Commandments. There are many ways that things go wrong in life. Leave, leave our parents out of it. We ourselves, many people, young people, because they want to succeed, have been pulled into places that they ought not to have gone to at all. For example, Long before you became Christians, many of us have found one prayer man or the other who has prophesied and told us things. Even as Christians, 
many of us still look for people who can prophesy and tell us things. I'm going to do a real extensive explanation of that later. You see, just as God has a blueprint for your life, so does Satan have a blueprint for your life. And if you accept that blueprint that Satan has, then you will get into trouble. It's not everybody who tells you what will happen and those things happen that is of God. I've said that several times and it's something that just keeps coming back because somehow or the other, there are people who need to be set free from that. Some of us are here. We've held night vigils with strange people who have prophesied and we've accepted the prophecy because the prophecy is good. But it is the lie of Satan. The way it works is simply like this. If I put a glass of water here, do you have water there? Do you have? Bring, bring the water. Quickly. I just want to show you the way it works. This will be very clear. See, that's why I said I want you to pay a lot of attention. Just, just pour the water in there. Okay. Stand aside for a second. Now, this is a glass of water. It's nice. It's clean. I can drink it. Okay, just pour another... Pour some water into that cup. Yeah, the cup. A bit. Okay. Now, uh, when your hands are shaking, I wonder why. <laughs> okay. Now, if this were poison, just a drop of that in there. Just a drop. Okay. No matter what you do with this glass of water, if you drink it, what will you be drinking? Poison. Pure and simple. And that's the way it works. You've got to be careful. Do you know, it's okay, thanks, that ordinarily just checking out your horoscope opens a door for the enemy to enter and affect your life completely. There's one area, Galatians chapter 6, Galatians chapter 5, please turn with me to Galatians chapter 5. One other area that we all have to be careful about. As I speak, if you find, you see, not everybody, that's one thing you have to understand, not everybody who is involved and comes to a night vigil is of God. Whether they tell you the truth as they understand it does not matter. Galatians chapter 5, one other area that opens doors that begin to affect our lives anyhow is what we call the works of the flesh. Everybody say the works of the flesh. You know, we've been talking about the flesh and the old man during Digging Deep, and I hope you've been listening and making amends. Let me read verse 19 through to 21. If I, let's read it together. Galatians 5, 19 to 21. All of these things here mentioned are doorways that the enemy can come in through to our lives. And those doorways lead to various things. One of the greatest manifestations of the work of Satan in the lives of people is called cancer. Because cancer is simply rebellion. That's what it is. Now let's read together 19 to 21. One, two, go. Now the works of the flesh are manifest. 
which are these, adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lasciviousness, idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, variance, emulations, wrath, strife, seditions, heresies, envies, murders, drunkenness, revelings, and such like, of the which I tell you before, as I've also told you in time past, that they which do such things shall not inherit the kingdom of God. So the works of the flesh, let me give you a good example of the works of the flesh that the whole world is exposed to. It's called pornography. These days, you can hardly watch television or read magazines and not come in contact with pornography, works of the flesh. But pornography is one simple, sure way of inviting demons into your life. And when demons live in you or have contact with your life, there's one guarantee, and that guarantee is you will not arrive in heaven because demons have no place in heaven. So we've got to be careful. The good news is simply this, that Jesus, all power belongs to Jesus. And many times, the reason why people go to and fro is they're in search of power. They want to know a bit about tomorrow. I've told you before, tomorrow, your tomorrow is guaranteed. Your tomorrow will be all right. That's what the word of God says. And that's all God wants us to do, to live by faith, not by sight. Turn with me to the first epistle general of John. And I want us to read this together. 1 John, chapter 3, verse 8. 1 John 3, verse 8. Are we all there? One, two, go. He that committed sin is of the devil, for the devil sinned from the beginning. For this purpose the Son of God was manifested, that he might destroy the works of the devil. He that committed sin is of the devil, and for the devil sinned from the beginning. For this purpose, the Bible says, the Son of God, Jesus, was manifested, that he might destroy the works of the devil. Jesus was born, yes, so that he would go to the cross and die for our sins, also so that the works of Satan might be destroyed, so that they will not exist in our lives. Every work of Satan, every work of the devil is manifested in sickness or in ill health. Why? Because he has come to steal to kill and to destroy. Matthew 15, 13, the Bible says, but he answered and said, every plant which my heavenly father has not planted shall be rooted up. Today, cancer will be rooted up. Amen. Today, fibroids will be rooted up. Amen. Diabetes must be rooted up today. Amen. High blood pressure will be rooted up today. Amen. Every sickness that is in here, kidney diseases, heart diseases, will be rooted up today. Amen. Because the Bible says, every plant which my heavenly father has not planted shall be rooted up. 
Jesus Christ came to destroy the works of the devil. Now let's look at the fact that the Bible says all power belongs to Jesus. All power. There's no power anywhere else. Whatever looks like power is just a semblance of power, but it is not power. How did Jesus Christ restore the sight of this man that was born blind? How did he put eyes in the place where there were no eyes? John chapter 9, verse 6. When he had thus spoken, he spat on the ground. From this point, please pay a lot of attention. He spat on the ground and made clay of the spittle, and he anointed the eyes of the blind man with clay. Jesus did what? He spat on the ground and then made some clay, the Bible says, from the spit or spittle. Now, what you see in here is a, an exact replica of Genesis chapter 2, verse 7. That's why I say, please pay some attention today. Turn to Genesis chapter 2, verse 7. Let us read together. Genesis chapter 2, verse 7. One, two, go. And the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. A man became a living soul. So ordinary clay becomes man, a living soul. How? Because the breath of God came into that man. Now, in, Gen in John chapter 9, verse 6, the Bible says Jesus spat on the ground. Now, why did he spit on the ground and make clay? Ask yourself that. Why did he spit on the ground? Is it just because he needed moisture or water to make the clay? He could have asked for water. No, the difference simply is that nobody spits without his breath. In spitting on the ground, the breath of God went forth. Everybody say the breath of God. Yes, in spitting, you have the breath of God. And the breath of God is the Holy Spirit. The breath of God is the Holy Spirit. Proof. Turn with me to Ezekiel 37. Ezekiel 37. Read with me verses 9 and 10. And I'd like you to keep these two verses always in your heart. Never forget them. Ezekiel 37, 9 and 10. Are we all there? Let's read together. One, two, go. Then said he unto me, Prophesy unto the wind, Prophesy, son of man, And say to the wind, Thus saith the Lord God, Come from the four winds, O breath, and breathe upon these slain, that they may live. So I prophesied as he commanded me, and the breath came unto them, and they lived and stood up upon their feet, an exceeding great army. So here in the valley of dry bones, after flesh had covered the bones, they were just what? Corpses. Until the breath of God came and they became 
an exceeding great army. Jesus spat on the ground because in spitting on the ground, his breath went forth with the spittle. And when he made that, is the reason why, notice that throughout in that scripture, in John chapter 9, when he talks about applying the clay to the man's face, the Bible uses the word anointed, anointed, anointed. And when you talk about anointing, you are talking about the power of what? Of the Holy Spirit. John chapter 9. He says, verse 6, When he had thus spoken, he spat on the ground and made clay of the spittle and anointed the eyes of the blind man. So what Jesus was doing there was just showing that all things were made by him. He is the creator. And in this man's case, he says, well, you have no eyes, but we know how eyes were made. It's simple. It's just clay and the breath of God. Because that's how man was made in the first place. It was just clay and the breath of God. Do you understand? Yes. So that today, if we can do just what the Bible says, exactly what you find in the Bible will happen in your life. Now, before we invite the Holy Spirit, who is the breath of God, into every condition that needs a major attention from God today, let's observe a few things. Go to John chapter 9, verse 31. John chapter 9, verse 31. The Bible says there, Now we know that God heareth not sinners. One. Two. But if any man be a worshiper of God and doeth his will, him he heareth. Now we know that God heareth not sinners. So that if you are here and there's sin, then no amount of prayer will come or help you today. So we've got to make sure that we first of all take sin out of the way. Because the Bible says, God heareth not sinners. If I regard iniquity in my heart, the Lord will not hear me. Turn with me to 1 John 8. 1 John 1, verses 8 and 9. I want us to read that together. And then we will pray. One John one. Bearing in mind that the Bible says, now we know that the Lord heareth not sinners. 1 John 1, 8 and 9, let's read together. 1, 2, go. If we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Now, the first group of people that I want them to pray today, then the rest of us will pray. Uh, those people who are here, you are here, but Jesus is not your Lord and Savior. Why do I say so? Because you have never asked him to be your Lord and Savior. The Bible says in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17, Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. All things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. Those of us who are already born again, one of the things I want you to do 
right now is just quietly ask the Holy Spirit to bring to your remembrance those things that have to do with idol worship that you have inadvertently involved yourselves in. Even now that you are a Christian, places that you have been to, the woolies and white garment people who come clothed as if they are born-again Christians and have been prophesying into our lives, not knowing that what has been going on is we have been receiving the blueprint of Satan for our lives, not that of God. Just ask the Holy Spirit to bring that to your remembrance. And in doing so, hold your, your bookmark. I use this. It works. I can assure you about that. So call him by his names and ask him to bring that to your remembrance. But those of us who are here, today is the day of salvation for some of us. In other words, you have never asked Jesus to be your Lord and Savior. You have never. But you come to church, but you have never found it necessary to say to him, Lord, please have mercy upon me. I confess that I'm a sinner. I accept that you died on the cross for my sins. Please today, Lord, accept me as one of your own. Write my name in the book of life. And today, I accept you as my Lord and Savior. Take complete control of my life and let all things even so become new in my life. If you are here and you have never prayed that prayer, you need to do so today. You need to do so today. So if you want to pray that prayer, asking Jesus to come into your life and become your Lord and Savior, telling him that you accept him as Lord and Savior, please do so. But all I ask you to do is, as you are praying that prayer, put up your hand right now so that we can put a card in your hand. We need to put a card in your hand. The ushers are looking out for you. I'm looking out for you from here. If you need to pray that prayer, you have never done so, then put up your hand wherever you are, and then they'll put a card in your hand. Then go ahead and ask the Lord to be your Lord and Savior. Just put up your hand properly until you get the card. Do not put down your hand until you get the card. Just put God bless you. It is before God that you are putting up your hand, not before any man. Put up God bless you there at the back. As you put up your hand and you get the card, put down your hand again when you get the card and ask Jesus, ask him to be your Lord and Savior. Ask him to write your name in the book of life. Tell him that you accept the sacrifice on the cross, that he died on your behalf. God bless you. Just put up your hand until you get that card. Wave it frantically until they get that card. Because we need to write to you and tell you the things that you will see in your life. Today is a special, special day for you. Just put up your hand until you get that card. And when you get the card, tell the Lord. Say, Lord, today I accept you as my Lord and Savior. Today I accept that you died on the cross for me. Please cleanse me with your blood. Wash all my sins away. Your word says all things will become new. All those things that I've done, oh Lord, that I ought not to have done, I ask that today my life will be, begin afresh, afresh, Lord, because that is what your word says. Put up your hand and get the card as you pray that prayer. It's so, so important, so, so important, so important. You cannot afford to live here today without, without asking Jesus to be your Lord and Savior if you have never done so. The ushers are still looking out for you. Nobody is going to embarrass you. It's before God you are putting up your hand. If you're out there in the balcony, put up your hand. There are ushers there also. They will put a card in your hand. When you get the card, you put down your hand. When you get the card, you put down your hand. Let's take everything that we are doing here seriously today. God bless you. Just put up your hand. Put up your hand and just get the card. Don't be ashamed. Don't be shy. It's before God. 
Everybody, as you see me here, I have put up my hand one day or the other. Everybody has to put up their hand. You must, must make that open confession that Jesus Christ is your Lord and your Savior. You must accept him. He will not force himself on you. Now, the rest of us, the Bible says, if we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. But if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins, and the blood of Jesus Christ cleanses us from all unrighteousness. I want us all to bring to God today the things that have been brought to our remembrance, and just say, Lord, I come before you today, and I confess to this, this. If you have sins that we call works of the flesh, go ahead and confess. If you are involved in fornication, go ahead and confess. If you are involved in adultery, go ahead and confess. If you are involved in pornography, go ahead and confess. All the things that you yourself know right now that are not acceptable to God, go ahead and confess. If you have been involved in the speaking of Satan over your life through strange prayer men and women, go ahead and confess today and renounce them completely. Renounce all those prophecies because they have nothing to do with you. Nothing at all to do with you. God wants you to walk by faith. He doesn't want you to know tomorrow. Wanting to know tomorrow is a very dangerous thing. You will get in touch with the spirit of divination and it is not the spirit of God. So let's confess our sins even now before God. Father in heaven, we say thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Because your word says if we confess our sins, that you are faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Even as we have confessed our sins today, Lord, we ask in the name of Jesus that in accordance with your word, forgive us, almighty God, and cleanse us all from all unrighteousness. So it is and shall be in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Next, I want us to, using our bookmarks, just invite the Holy Spirit into your life, your own life. Tell him, Holy Spirit, come into my life today. Come into my situation. Come as the Spirit of God. Come as the Holy Spirit. Come as the Spirit of grace. Come as the Holy Spirit. Come even today into my life and my situation. Come as the Spirit of burning. Come as the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, come as a spirit of judgment. Come today as a spirit of truth into my life, into my health, into my family, into my situation. Holy Spirit, come today as a spirit of life. Come as the eternal spirit. Come as the spirit of counsel and might. Come as the eternal spirit. Come, Holy Spirit, as the spirit of knowledge and of the fear of the Lord. Come as the spirit of wisdom and revelation. Come even so today as a spirit of promise. Come as the spirit of glory. Come as the spirit of Christ. Come today as the comforter. Come today as my comforter. Come today and be my helper. Come and help me. Come and help me. Come and help me. Come and help me, Holy Spirit. In all the things that plague me, come and help me. Come and be my helper today. Come as the spirit of adoption. Holy Spirit, I invite you. I invite you. I invite you into my life. I invite you into my health. I invite you into my home, to my family. Come, come. Come today. Come, come, Holy Spirit. Come do that which you alone can do. Come, Holy Spirit, come. Come, 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 Holy Spirit, come. Come, come. Now, listen to me. We're going to ask him, listen very carefully, to come as the wind. 
tell him that he is the wind that came and parted the Red Sea so that the children of Israel, listen carefully to me, walked on dry ground. Therefore, he should come today as the wind and part every Red Sea situation in your life. Tell him to come as the breath of God, for he is the breath of God that brought forth a lump of clay such that it became a living being. Tell him that he should come as that breath in the valley of dry bones that should breathe upon your situation, should breathe upon your life, and reverse the irreversible. Do you understand me? So, and please, don't just keep quiet and be looking at me. If you can't open your mouth, it is only one conclusion I'll make, that there are demons inside you that are disturbing you. But if you cannot open your mouth, then you have a real problem. Open your mouth and say, Holy Spirit, come, come. Come as the wind, that strong east wind that parted the Red Sea, so that the children of Israel walked on dry ground. Come part every Red Sea situation in my life today. Come and part every Red Sea situation in my health today. Come and part every Red Sea situation in my home, in my place of work. Come, Holy Spirit. Come particularly as the breath of God. Come, come, Holy Spirit, as that breath of God. Oh, yes, in the valley of dry bones that brought forth dry bones into an exceeding great army. Come, Holy Spirit, come. Come as a wind. Come, come as a wind. Come as a breath of God today. You are the breath of God that brought forth a lump of clay and it became a living soul. Come and breathe upon me. Come and breathe upon me today. Ah, and let cancer die. Come and breathe upon me and let every fibroid melt and be dissolved today. Come and breathe upon me and let diabetes cease in my life. Come and breathe upon me and let heart disease disappear here. Come, come and breathe upon me. Come and breathe upon me and grant me new lungs and new kidneys. Come and breathe upon me and bring forth brand new ovaries. Come and breathe upon me and grant me brand new tubes. Come Holy Spirit and breathe upon me and grant unto me the fruit of the womb. Come, come Holy Spirit, breathe upon me today. Come as the breath of God. Come, come Holy Spirit. Breathe upon me today. Come as the spirit of life. Come as the spirit of God. Oh, I invite you, I invite you, I invite you into my situation. Come and do that which you alone can do. Come Holy Spirit, come. Come in your fullness today. Oh, come in your power. Come in your fullness today. Oh, come in your power. Lift up your voice and say, Holy Spirit of the living God, come as the wind today. Come, come, come in your fullness in your power. Come as the wind. Come blow over my situation today. Come part every Red Sea in my health. Come part every Red Sea in my home. Come part every Red Sea in my family. Come at every Red Sea in the lives of my children. Come, Holy Spirit, come. Come as the wind. For you are he who came, even so, at the Red Sea. And you parted the Red Sea. And the children of Israel walked on dry ground. Holy Spirit of the living God. Come today as a breath of God. Come and breathe upon me. Oh, come from the four winds. Oh, breath. Come breathe upon my life. Come breathe upon my health. Come, come Holy Spirit. Ah, let everything in me that is dying come back to life. Come, come Spirit of the living God. Come today. Come as a breath of God. Come today. Come reverse the irreversible in my life. Come reverse the irreversible in my health. Come Holy Spirit. 
Come, come as the breath of the living God. Come, come and breathe upon me today. I invite you, I invite you, I invite you. Come breathe upon my family. Come breathe upon my children. Come breathe upon my work. Come breathe upon all that I lay my hands upon. Come, Holy Spirit, come. Come and do that which only you can do. I invite you, I invite you, I invite you. I say, come and have your way here today. Come and have your way in my life. Come, Holy Spirit, come. Come in your fullness. Come in your power. Come, Holy Spirit, come. Lord Jesus, we exalt you here today. We declare that you alone are God in heaven and on earth. We stand before your throne of grace, your throne of mercy. We ask, O oh Lord, that you look down upon us. Have mercy upon each and every one of us, Lord. Have mercy, have mercy, have mercy, have mercy, Lord. Hide your face from my iniquities. Have mercy upon us today. Even the sure mercies of David grant unto each and every one of us. Today we ask, Lord Jesus, we say that you alone are he who made all things. All things were made by you. You are he who made us. We ask today that every ailment in our bodies today, that you will do a new work in our lives. We ask today, Jesus, that even so today, that cancer will die and be rooted out of bodies. That fibroids will dissolve and leave bodies today. We say, Almighty God, diabetes will cease in life today. We say, Hypertension will cease here today. We say, Asthma will cease here today. Oh, we declare that migraine will cease here today. We say today that barrenness will end. So it is and shall be. In Jesus' mighty name. Now I want to place your right hand on your head and just listen carefully to me. Remember that Jesus spat on the ground and made clay. And we've shown that what God did at the beginning in Genesis 2-7 is ordinary piece of clay breathed into it the breath of God. So I'm going to ask Nathaniel, just Nathaniel alone, he's going to play very gently and quietly. But as he does so, you, as you are, wherever you are, just speak quietly to God concerning everything and anything that you want him to do. If you can't remember anything, then just speak in tongues. Do you understand me? Until Nathaniel finishes playing. Zekete bariza katanda zakikete baza katana yadela la dozokoto zeki mazika bakatanda yazekete la zakita na zakoto zeke baraza katanda yade nanto zokute mazakite leza katanda zakikatanda yadela kata matozokuta zekete mariza katanda yade nanto zokuta bazike zeke sebe kazakatana zeketa likata na dozokute lekata yade brasokoto mazikete marakata panto zokuta yakazakitele Lazakata, Maisa Katanda Zakike Leka Kata, Brazokoto Bazekete Mazikata Yazakikatanda Yade, Lezaki Katana Zekata, Nanto Zokuta Kakaya Zekete, 
matozo kutakaza kitele barakata mantozo kukala katana zekete mazoko to barika zakata edela lazakite mlasoko talakita mantozo kutayaka zakata bazekete marizakata Bazokoto bazike kelekata lazakata na zekete lekata brazokoto mazakata lazekete bazaki mazaki kezeki kaka zakata na yade nandozokoto zeki barazakata brazokuta mastaya zakite brezekete razakata matozokute zekita bazakatanda nandozokoto zeki kayakata blasaki na zakatanda yade lezeki kakata bazokoto reke zekete lakatanda bantozokuta mazikete barakata Matozokuta kazakite kete hinata matozokoto la zakite lekata bazekete mazikata mazekete brazokoto zekika bazakatanda mantozokoto rakazakikete lepata bazake malakite blazoko malazakikatanda pantozokoto rekezekete bazikata mazikete bazikata mazikete basokoto bazikatanda kantozokuta kazakatana yade letezekete bazikata yada Bazozo kuta bazikete marakata, bantozo koto zekete barakata, bazoko kozekika bazakata, matazakite zekete barakata, bazakata na zekete marakata, lezekete mazikete belikata, kantozo koto mazakata, matazakite bazakata na yade, latozo kubaliza kata yade lakata, mantozo kuteke liza kata, bazoko balika zakata na yade, latozo kuka, mantozo kuta yaka zakite, blesa kita rabalakata. Lazokoto balikete malakata mantozokuta kayaka zekete breseke malikatanda mantozokoto zekete barakata kamakata yade lakata yade lezeki malakata yade lakata hallelujah and so shall it be in jesus mighty name leave your hands upon your head spirit of the living god we ask that you will come even today as the breath of god come and breathe upon each and every one of us Breathe upon every health situation here today. Oh, we ask in the name of Jesus that everyone who needs a new heart will get one. We say, breathe upon our hearts. Breathe upon our lungs. Breathe upon our kidneys. Breathe upon our livers. Breathe upon our pancreas today. Breathe upon our bone marrows. Breathe upon our blood. Breathe upon all that concerns us. Breathe upon all that we lay our hands upon. So it is and shall be. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. City of David, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Nigeria, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Please be seated. I have a number of instructions to give to you. One, next Sunday, we'll be talking about the God of breakthroughs. Now, what I want you to do is, if you are really serious and you want a breakthrough, everything that you want a breakthrough about from today, not from tomorrow, from today, I presume that we all have somewhere where we pray in our homes. Bring that thing to that place where you pray. In other words, um, I need them as a point of contact because you'll bring them in here. So if I'm writing applications, bring that application in on Sunday, but spend from today to speak to the Holy Spirit about that application. And all you need to do, um, don't turn it into a talisman, but it works. Everywhere you go, take your bookmark with you. If you are going for an interview, take your bookmark. Before you get to the place of the interview, 
call the Holy Spirit by all his names. The final one you need to call him by is comforter. Tell him that he will be your helper and see what will happen at that interview. Now, um, if you are praying about or you need a breakthrough in the lives of your children, then put the photographs of those children in that place where you pray. Pray what you want God to do. Then bring those photographs here. I'll tell you something, because some, somehow, somehow you would understand some of these things. You see, one of the things that the kingdom of darkness does well, they know how to use people's photographs and effigies to do, to cast spells. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yes, by the same token, therefore, I can use photographs and place blessings on them. In my Bible here, here's a photograph of my wife, here's a photograph of my son, here's a photograph of my other son, and here's a photograph of my daughter. I'm always praying over them. I'm always praying over them. You carry your, the photographs of your children, pray God's will over them. Particularly if you have children that are straying, it's not because they want to stray. It's because the world that we live in has, Satan has taken over. I mean, I travel now and I don't watch films on the plane because there's hardly anything you can watch that does not defile you. The Bible says, now ye are clean. John chapter 5, John chapter 15 verse 3. Now ye are clean by the words that I have spoken unto you. Whenever you come into church and the Bible is read, there's a cleansing act that goes on. Why? Because as you go out into life, there's a defiling act that goes on. So it's useful to always come into the presence of the Lord. It's useful to always read the word of God. So if you have anything you require a breakthrough about, first, from today, begin to pray about it. If you are going to the embassy, take your passports and begin to pray over your passport. Then bring that passport in here on Sunday. If you are bidding for a contract, write something down about that contract. Pray from, from today till next Sunday and then bring that in here on Sunday. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yes. And then don't joke with your so, you know, it's so simple. That means I can carry it anywhere I'm going. Because the Holy Spirit is always with you. But you need to be aware of that fact. And the more you call him, the more you see him do something in your life. Whenever you call him and he opens a door, over time, nobody will tell you to call him again. You will know that he always opens doors. That's the reason why I've made these bookmarks for us.